You are now tuned in to Believe. Do you believe? Really hated myself. Hate's the right word. I wanted the worst for myself. It got to the point that I felt like I would be, other people would be hurt to get to me because honestly, dying was too good for me, right? That was too, I was, I deserved worse. So I thought one of my kids would get sick. And I deserve that. I deserve that. Everybody else around them didn't deserve that. They didn't deserve that. That's what I deserve. What's up? Thank you for tapping into some Untapped Keg, our podcast about sobriety and mental health, where we spotlight stories that provide hope and love. Check us out on all podcast platforms under Untapped Keg, any place you'd love to listen. Please subscribe, share, and leave a review. We'd love five-star reviews. We'd like to be able to get eyes on this podcast more. And honestly, it would mean so much to me if you'd look me up. Look us up on all uh, social media platforms at Untapped Keg and give us a follow, give us a like, give us a share. Let us know how we're doing, what you would love to see from the content, and how we can better serve you. If you hit us up, I promise I will talk back, <laughs> reply to you, right? I will, uh, I don't know. I just, I would love to hear from you. I would love to know what you've been up to, what you are recovering from, because we're all recovering from something, right? I think that's something that I've learned the most the past few days, is that whether it's a substance, whether it's a gambling, right? Chasing that high there, that chemical high in our brain or whether you're recovering from mental health, right? You're trying to be the best you. We're all really recovering from something. And I'm RJ Zimmerman. I have been working on Untap Keg for over two years. Um, I've really been trying to push a lot of content, trying to Show others that it's okay to not be okay. And that starts with me. So today, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Um, today, I wasn't sure I was going to record an episode. Um, there's a lot of changes going on. Not just my personal life, but with Untapped Keg as well. Trying to figure out how to best put our message out there, how to best um, allow others in, right? How to, how to be there for people. Um, you know, I, I haven't made it a secret. I want this to be my full-time job. I want to spread the joy and spread hope 
I think that's the that's the best word. I want to spread hope. I want to show you that people out there care. That we're there for people. That I'm there for people. One hundred percent. So, um, one thing I want to promote is Big Kev over at Laugh for a Purpose. So Kev, he's been a rock for me for a while, and he's there for me. And we started a men's group that we both honestly need. We need a place where it's safe to discuss not just our feelings, but our fears, you know, a safe place. And we've created that. So we've had two meetings. Our last one was Wednesday. We're willing to shift the the day around, but one thing that we don't want to shift around is uh, the time being at night. So usually it's at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we uh, have a Zoom link. So if you hit Laugh for a Purpose up on Twitter, Instagram, or Untapped Keg, our DMs are open, and you would like a part of the men's group, then we will send you the Zoom link. So, with that being said, it's time to get into the meat, right? So, the last time I had a solo episode, I kind of meandered. I really was super interested in putting out the the hope topic, the finding that childlike hope, the naivete, right? Today, I want to talk about being the beginning of my sobriety. And what it took for me to start, right? So I didn't do AA. I didn't do any program. Um, Part of that was because I didn't want any homework. And part of it was I just, I wasn't interested in saying that. In a little bit, you can, okay? In saying that um, something else was in control because I'm the one who's in control yeah. of me, right? So, yeah. so uh, that's that's where it started. I went cold turkey. I was stubborn, but I was not, I'm stubborn. I'm a stubborn person. That cuts both ways. Um, I have problems letting go of everything. I hold grudges. Um, a lot of it is out of stubbornness, but my stubbornness has saved my sobriety as well. My stubbornness has saved my life. 
you know, when I get into these emotional funks, that deep sadness, it's sometimes it's my stubbornness that keeps me going. So the seed of being sober started when I was a child because my dad stopped drinking when I was young. He stopped cold turkey. He never talked about it. We never really talked about it as a family. Um, we talked here and there about he wouldn't drink often, but when he did, he'd drink a lot. And that's that's how I drank as well. So I kind of, going into drinking growing up, I knew, I knew there was a chance that I had that as well. So... I always had it in the back of my mind that at some point I was probably going to have to stop drinking. That might have made me want to drink more, drink harder, right? Get it all in. Um, but I would wake up the next morning with just a deep sense of shame. And that shame was always, who do I have to apologize to this time? It was always, you know, why can't I just be normal, quote unquote, right? What's normal? But I just, I would look at other people and I would wonder why they would have it all together and I wouldn't. Why would they have a sense of direction and I didn't? I had I had the idea that I needed to I was going to have to quit drinking and I did. So when I did I had that seed that was planted and when it was time that made it I don't want to say easier but clearer um that that was a decision that was going to have to happen and so it did. After I stopped, it just, I ended up getting the career that I wanted to go into, um, you know, being a, a line, a lineman working on high voltage power lines and working on high voltage power lines, you know, I knew that that was a, I could support my family. And really when I went sober, that was my decision. Do I want a family or do I want to drink? Because I couldn't have both. And I, I decided for my, that myself, I wanted a family. It was time to try to start a family. And so that was what went into my decision. Um, right after... You know, I get this into the career. Like, I, it was met with just straight hostility, toxicity, and racism. And I didn't know what to do. Um, so I ended up quitting that job. And I was at home unemployed for three weeks, newly sober, no real hobbies. Um, I ended up pouring myself into some video games, like, right, and looking for a new job trying to figure out what to do 
I got something to kind of keep me afloat for a little while. Um, it was somewhat related to being a lineman. And then I ended up getting into a utility company with, for a career. And, you know, that helped make me feel like I made the right decision. But then I get this career and I've always had this, that I have to prove something to somebody, right? That chip on my shoulder. But it's not just that. It's that I needed to earn the validation of other people. Um, and so I threw myself into work. I didn't really work on myself. I went from hiding from myself and with alcohol to hiding from myself and work. And it always, I've always had this piece in the back of my mind that is this all, all there is, is this all I'm, I'm here for, is this all I want? I'm trying to figure that out. And part of that is, I don't know who RJ is. If you ask me who RJ is, I have to take a long pause and think about it. And I still, not 100% I can find the answer without attaching myself to other people. Um, you know, and that does go back to my childhood. And just because I have things from my childhood that will say hang over me, doesn't mean I had a bad childhood. Right, Just because things I struggle with that started back in my childhood doesn't mean that my childhood was bad. And I think that that's a distinction that some people can make and others can't. Is that if you come out of your childhood with any struggles, that means that your childhood was absolutely god-awful. And that's not true. This world is not black and white. This world is gray. There is no right or wrong. There is no yes or no. There's context to everything. And sometimes there's better. And there's not as good. And there's worse. But nothing is just a checkbox. And especially with sobriety, recovery, addiction, substance use, you know, however you want to call it, whatever you want to say, there's no checkbox. There's no you either are or you aren't. There's just trying to be better. I think that's life. I think that's mental health, right? So I'm going through work and I'm, I'm sober. I become a father. Still don't know who I am. Still struggling to find my place. Trying to get that acceptance from other people. And it'll probably never come because I'm not like other people. Nobody's like other people, right? But when we look at other people who fit in, who seem like they're similar to others, right? We just think that I think that they're similar and I want to be part of the group, right? Think that they're alike. But that's just me putting myself onto other people, right? What I want, what I'm longing for. That's not 
that's not necessarily the truth with how the world works, how people are, you know, that's just me putting my insecurities into situations. Um, but I never completely fit in, in that I struggled with that. I struggled with that because I needed, I didn't love myself. So I needed liking from other people. I needed acceptance. I needed validation. I needed everything else from my external sources because I couldn't give it to myself. Cause I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know what it felt like. I thought that I, I knew I didn't love myself, but I thought I was fine with myself, but really I was just, I thought I was a piece of shit at every corner, every turn. I didn't realize that that's what I thought, but that's what I thought. Even, you know, when I was drinking with that shame, it was really covering up how I felt about myself. Like I just hated myself and that's, that's why I think I've turned so hard the past few months. And really it started last November. Um, I mean, the seed was planted when I met Jenny, you know, Jenny's such an incredible person and, um, you know, reach out to her Jenny fur on Twitch on Twitter. Um, you know, find her twitch.tv slash Jenny fur. And, um, Reading some books by Joshua Medcalf, reading book by Amanda White, reading a book by Jessica Leahy, it helped me into my brain. Finding out more about ADHD helped me clue me into why I have been struggling with this self, not just self-acceptance, but getting things started. Um, finding a path, finding, finding a, I don't know, finding myself, right? And I mean, it all adds up. And that's the thing is one step in front of the other, one day at a time, that's real for sobriety. Sometimes you can do two, three days at a time. But a lot of the time, it's one day at a time. But that's the same with mental health. That's the same with depression, bipolar, mania, ADHD, anxiety. A lot of times, it comes down to one day at a time. You know, we all want to be our best selves. Even if we don't admit it to ourselves or not. That's what we want. So with sobriety, I didn't look at, into why I drank the way I drank. I didn't look into why my brain works the way that it works. Um, but when I started to accept that I really hated myself, hate's the right word. I wanted the worst for myself. It got to the point that I felt like I would be other people would be hurt to get to me because honestly dying was too good for me 
right? That was too, I was, I deserved worse. So I thought one of my kids would get sick. And I deserve that. I deserve that. Everybody else around them didn't deserve that. They didn't deserve that. That's what I deserved. You know, I, um, I felt like my relationship was going to crumble and because I deserved it. They deserved better. They didn't deserve me. Um, and that's why I would put up this wall, you know, this shell, this stone face that I smoothed so well and I polished it so hard that it looked like things didn't affect me that did. Sometimes I get through and you can see it on my face. But it wasn't often. And people would take me it getting through and seeing it on my face as me believing like an arrogance, like a, I think I'm better than them. Like I look at them like they're not smart. And it's like that. I was really looking at myself, like, how dumb am I? But when I accepted that I hated myself, that let me take a an inventory of where I was. That let me look at a lot of my actions and a lot of my feelings, my actual feelings and my emotions. That let, let me take the next steps, one of which was to get stronger medication for my ADHD, get a stimulant. And that has helped to, that has helped to allow me to find my words, grab my thoughts, kind of figure out who RJ is at a level that was deeper than just trying to provide for a family, right? Trying to look into my drinking more than I was trying to have fun, more than I was just trying to, um, I don't forget, shut my brain off because that is what I was doing. And I knew that that's what I was doing. So so having that tough look into why I hate myself, right? What's the next steps? Looking in the mirror looking around, trying to take steps to figure out what I truly love in this world, what I truly like about myself. What are my weaknesses? What are my strengths? A lot of times they're similar things, right? Like my stubbornness is a, is a strength. It's also a very big weakness, right? My sense of humor can be a weakness. My I don't want to say procrastination, but patience can be a weakness. I'm waiting too long. Am I waiting for life to come to me? Yeah, there was a point where I was. That was when I was on autopilot, when I was letting things happen. Um, sometimes we wait for life to come to us, but we have to go get it, right? And that's part of sobriety is you make a decision. Because sobriety just doesn't happen 
It's not something that, it is something that we choose, right? And we have to choose it for ourselves. It can start off, we're choosing it for someone else. We're choosing it for our children. We're choosing it for our significant other, our parents, our brothers and sisters, friends. But unless you come around to choosing it for yourself, it's not going to stick. I spent so much of my life making decisions of how I wanted. I thought I felt like other people wanted me to be. That I didn't make very many decisions for myself. So when I went to college, I didn't know what I wanted to do, where I wanted to go. I never thought about it. I never thought about anything outside of sports, which is sad. But that's where I felt free. That's where I felt the most me. So I asked one of my best friends, hey, where are you going to school? He told me, okay, sounds good. Started my major. That I kind of picked on my own. But then it was like, what do I want to do with it? I don't know. I just like the subject. Well, that's great and all. But what do you? why are you studying this? I don't know. Sobriety I picked for myself because I wanted to start a family. I picked it for me. But then I let everything about it turn into other people. And I lost myself. And that's okay. It's okay to do that. It's okay to go through that. That you you lose yourself in something. Like there's not it depends. There's nothing wrong with that unless you lose yourself completely and it starts to affect other areas of your life. That's where substance use comes into it. That's where, I mean, that's where the addiction is, workaholism, right? That's where everything is. And it's something to watch out for. So looking in the mirror, you don't have to tell yourself, I love you, right? Don't start with that because that's that's fake. It's not going to happen. It's not a snap of the fingers. Nothing in this life is a snap of the fingers. Sobriety, no matter how far you are, one day at a time. It's the same with mental health and liking yourself. One day at a time. So look in the mirror and say, you're okay. You're okay. Anari Ray, if I have to tell you again, you're going to get in trouble. I need, shh, no more yelling. Ezra, you too. So, really what I want to say is, it's okay to be where you are. It's okay to want more. It's okay to be okay with where you are. But if you want more, you have to take steps. You have to be honest. And sometimes we think that we are being honest, but it's these little moments that add up that we realize we are not. When you're open to new experiences, that's when they happen, right? For me, it took moving my family across the country to a whole new culture, 
it took four months of being a stay-at-home parent. It took basically changing everything for me to realize myself. You don't have to do that. There's ways that you can do this without changing so much because change is scary. Not everybody's ready for change. Not everybody can do the change. Do one thing at a time, right? Take care of your sobriety and take care of your mind. You know, peer support is one of the most powerful ways to help see how you see yourself. Hearing other people's stories, getting those other perspectives, those are massive, massive. And I think that's what I want to leave you with, right? I want to leave you with knowing that you are enough. You are valid, you are seen, and you are loved. And the first time I really heard that phrase, the first time somebody said it to me and I actually believed it, I cried because I never felt that way before, but I was open to feeling it then. Read some books, watch some videos, talk to people who say that they're willing to listen. Sometimes it takes some trust. Just want you to know that I love you, that I'm here for you. And that it's okay to not be okay for real. It's okay to search your soul if you know something is bothering you, eating at you, something isn't quite right. It's okay that to take time to have to do that. That's how we can make change, right? If you need to talk, you can reach out. I'll get back to you as soon as, as soon as I'm able to. You know, I'm I'm a father of a two and a four year old, and let me tell you. Takes a lot of time. Takes a lot of time, a lot of energy. But I want them to have things that I didn't have. Knowledge, right? I want them to have the knowledge that I didn't have. I want to set them up for success. And sometimes I'm jealous of that. And that's okay. I do realize that. So, with that being said, let's have a good week. Look for Untapped Keg. Let me know. Shoot me a message in the comments below. Let me know what you want to see from Untapped Keg. I post videos most weekday mornings about my mental health journey. Some are positive. Some I struggle, some are, I kind of had a revelation in the past week about how people see me. Um, You know, let me know if you want 
more one-on-one stories like this, you know, we're still going to keep the interviews and it's still going to be conversational. Um, I don't want to script those. Would you like a more scripted show? Would you like something like this? Would you like, I want to get into public speaking. Would you like me to do a speech on here that I would have? Would you, do you want more interaction with chat? Do you want this to feel more like a stream on Twitch? Do you like that it's a podcast straight up? Somebody's talking in your ear. What are things you want to hear? What are things you'd like to see different? What are, what's something about myself that you'd like to know? It's not all negative, right? Like this whole change is absolutely positive. And it is, every day is different. Some days are hard and some are not. That's okay. That's okay. And that's something that I want you to know is that it's okay to be a challenge. So, Charles, thank you for being here. Jenny, thank you for being here. Charles, happy Mother's Day. To everybody in your life as well. Charles wants to send a happy Mother's Day to all the mamas out there. Happy Mother's Day to everyone. Pet moms, moms, teachers. It takes a village to raise a child. Teachers, friends, co-workers, they help. They help more than we realize sometimes. So with that, I'd love to leave you with, let's try to be better tomorrow than we were today. Because at least if we don't make it, we tried. Remember to find Untapped Keg on all social media platforms. Leave a review, hit that subscribe button. Let me know what you want to see. Let me know how I can help you. Because just by listening, you're helping me. And I appreciate that. Have a good day, everybody. I love you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.